We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association ND. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? It's Joe Pizzop here with another Rotowire DFS MLB podcast sponsored by FanDuel. We are back at it. It's Thursday, the 27th of July, and it's not a huge slate of games. It's not the biggest slate in the world, but that doesn't make it any less important. So we're going to break down all the games for you in the daytime and in the evening. First, let's talk about the day slate. You got a couple games here, not a whole lot. You got the 1205 Eastern Nationals hosting the Brewers. You got Blazek making his debut against Max Scherzer. Good luck, kid. Then you got JC Ramirez and Bauer going head to head, Indians and Angels, and then A's and Blue Jays. So three games on the slate. Stroman Manaya in that last one, which is a little bit tougher here because you're gonna have to basically choose between those two. I'm gonna tell you this. It's three games. Don't get cute. If you do want to get involved today, go out there. Get Max Scherzer, put him on the team, play cash games, best Max Scherzer lineup wins, go that route. Now, with Stroman and Manaya, those are two guys who have pitched very well this year. If you do want to get into the GPP terrain, you want to play that route. I'm going to lean towards Stroman at home a little bit here over Manaya. I think the A's were starting to jettison players and, and lots of trade talk and things going on. So I think that there's, you know, I think that little suppression starts going down in the clubhouse. And I think that Toronto. I, you know, with Stroman there, I think that's your best bet in terms of GPP if you don't want to go all the way up. And I think you could play Scherzer in GPPs today if you really wanted to, if you were playing a little short slate. But look, keep it simple. Go Scherzer. In fact, I'm not only going Scherzer, but I'm going to stack Nats against the rookie Blazek, you know, until I see differently. You're going to go through there, and those are the guys you're going to want. As far as the Indians-Angels game, yeah, there's going to be some offense on that side from the Angels side. Uh, if you are going to go the Stroman route. You could certainly afford Trout and then find some other guys in there as well that you can go through. Uh, hey, anyone on Carnacion has been smoking hot as well. So you can put some big bats together like that with a Stroman lineup quite easily. You're going to find those guys in the day slate, the catchers the day after the night game that you can make some uh, adjustments in price, find some responsible punts 
And really, you know, it's not that difficult to do. But my advice to you, Scherzer, cash games, keep it simple. Go Nats. That's where you want right now because Blazek is not long for this game, I'm sure. He's going to be very limited. You're going to get into that bullpen in Milwaukee, and that's where you want to be. So that's pretty much easy money right there. You see that? I give you easy money. That's what I do for you. That's what I'm here for, and that's, you know, the beauty of the Rotowire DFS podcast. So let's focus now on the night slate because here we are. We've got uh, some big-time ballparks in play. you got the Yankee Stadium ballpark in play. Uh, you've got a few other ones as well. But here's the thing you want to keep in mind. When you have a slate like this, where Chris Archer's at the top at 10,500, John Lester at 10, and then Godley's the next one at 85. Those are your top three pitchers. So it's in terms of cash games, there's no lock pitcher for me. Okay, there's there's no guy where you just go, oh, it's Scherzer, it's Kershaw, it's this, it's Sale. It's, it, it's not that kind of night. So here's a kind of night where I think this is a night where normally when I would say most of your money should be in cash games, I think you would actually pivot from that and put most of your money into GPP play tonight. And here's why. Because there's no sure thing. And when there's no sure thing, that opens you up to more opportunities. And the the chances of a pitcher having one of those 50-point nights is slim and none. If you are relegated to playing cash games, I think Lester is the safest one. He's going to be facing a White Sox lineup that's got no Frazier. I know Moncada's in there now, but it's, it's a team that's starting to look towards next year and play a lot of kids. And when you're talking about Mike Pelfrey on the other side of this matchup, it doesn't scare me at all. Cubs coming off a good offensive night. So at 10,000, Lester, I think, is the most responsible cash game play. Some would say, well, why not Chris Archer for $500 more? He's got more strikeouts. Yes, he does. But here's the thing to keep in mind about Chris Archer. The road ERA is not great. The road ERA for him this year is four and change. And Yankee Stadium, although not a a huge run-producing park, it's a home-run-friendly park. He's given up 14 home runs on the year. That's not the worst in baseball, but it's certainly not the best either. So for me, I think that for $500 less, I'll take that savings with Lester, and I'll go ahead and I'll feel much more comfortable with him. I think that's the best way to go here. Now, the other side of that, people might say, okay, well, maybe I want to go a little contrarian. Maybe I want to go ahead and I want to find a guy like, uh, maybe I'll go with Sabathia because the Yankees are playing so well. Well, yeah, Sabathia has had a good season, but what's lost in that are the splits. And let me give you the splits on Sabathia, too. On the road, he's been spectacular in 10 starts. 2.29 ERA. I mean, really spectacular there. The problem? At home. A 5.29 ERA at home in six starts this year. That is awful. So get rid of any sort of concept in your mind that CC Sabathia is the guy that you can go oppo with and you know make some money because well people are going to be on Archer and the Yankees are playing well and there's opportunity the opportunity is basically for CC Sabathia to kill your night and that's not something you want to get involved in uh now where I'm looking for offense tonight is certainly in that Cincinnati Miami game okay I want shares of both ends of this game you got Robert Stevenson on one side Chris O'Grady on the other these are guys that again five-inning pitchers, we're talking bullpen, we're talking middle relief, we're talking runs, and that's what we want, which means guys like Ozuna, Stanton are going to play and be in play. The Duvals, the Vados, uh, you're building stacks with those two. In fact, you might even want to stack both ends of this one. That's not something we always do, but it's something that I would recommend tonight. I think I'm going to go hard on both sides of those offenses, get my shares in the middle of that uh, offense in that lineup and make sure that I'm just pounded on those guys. And yeah, it's going to be chalk. So what? 
You know, stop overthinking things because this is what happens. Everybody tries to get cute. They overthink things. Sometimes baseball is easy. And sometimes when you're looking at a slate and you've got Chris O'Grady and you've got Robert Stevenson, the chances of it being a one nothing game are very slim. Yeah, it could happen because anything can happen in sports, but the chances are so low down. So you know what? It's a night where the chalk is good. And on a night where you don't have a lot of chalk starting pitchers to choose from, hey, why not go and make sure you solidify the offense? Now, the pitcher that I like the most in terms of GPP play, and I'll tell you what, you can even make the case for him in some cash games as well as Zach Godley. Now, Godley is a pitcher that's flown very much under the radar this year. He's going against Luke Weaver, making his first start of the year for the big club, and he's coming off an outing where he had 10 strikeouts, nine before that, uh, against Atlanta and Washington, respectively. So, yeah, he's given up some earned runs, but the strikeouts have been there. But also... Just generally speaking, Godley's pitched pretty well this year. I think most importantly, he's pitching to that price point. 8500 is a very reasonable price point for a pitcher who's got good ERA on the road, 3.53, good ERA at home, 3.08. So this is right in that sweet spot where you think he can give you a quality start, you think he can give you strikeouts, and he's got an opportunity against Luke Weaver, another guy making his debut this year, who is not going to pitch seven innings, okay? He's not going eight strong. He's not shutting anybody out. Uh, And there's opportunity there. And that offense, we know Arizona's offense is going to be good no matter where they are. So the run support's good. The opponent is good. All things stack up for Zach Godley. Again, there will be high ownership. That's okay. There's going to be high ownership regardless because there's less games on the slate. So you have to understand that. And when there's less games, that's the thing you have to come to also. You have to realize, yeah, it's going to be one or two little decisions that are going to make or break me. And that's why we have to get offense right. So let's go focus on that. Paul Goldschmidt, top of the board at 44, I think is a perfectly good spot there. But I'll tell you what, it's a no-brainer. I would definitely take Joey Votto at 36. Joey Votto at 36, I I mean, that's just a no-brainer. 15 points. Uh, last night against the Yankees. You love the matchup here against the young kid. I you know, I know he's a lefty. I don't care. That's going to suppress his price. It doesn't suppress his value. So keep that in mind. Just because it's a lefty on lefties, Joey Votto. Joey Votto is a spectacular talent. Not to mention the fact, how long, how many at-bats is he going to have against that kid? Two? All right. And maybe they'll get into a righty in the bullpen. So there's plenty of opportunity there. Joey Votto, I think, is a must-start tonight as you continue to make those lineups out. Uh, you know, outside of Joey Votto, you got Anthony Rizzo at 43 if you want to split the difference there. Well, not even split the difference. It's really closer to Goldschmidt. So it, it, to me, it's Joey Votto, and it's an easy pick at first base. Over at third base on the other side, you got Jake Land, top of the board, 39. Chris Bryant, 38. Evan Longoria, 33. Frazier, 3K. Now, for my money, if I'm going to spend up, uh, I do love Jake Lamb. Everybody knows I'm a Jake Lamb fan. He's got the lefty-righty matchup at 39. It's an expensive one. you got to pay, but I think it's a good one. And especially if you want Joey Votto instead of Goldschmidt, that allows you to maneuver around a little bit. And I think that that's probably a good offset to going with Joey Votto. Now, if you want to switch that around, around and spend a little bit less, we can go down that third baseboard. Uh, You do have guys like Matt Davidson in play who does have power, but that's an all or nothing kind of play. That's a GPP only kind of spot. The rest of third base is not good. Okay. Secret third base is not good tonight. All right. It's really not. I mean, Eugenio Suarez is probably the only cheap option that I can get behind. He's got the good lefty righty matchup. Yeah, it's a bit of an all-or-nothing GPP play at 2,900, but you know what? Suarez, Lamb, those are the two I feel best about. Chris Bryant, I think you can absolutely make the case for. I know Chris Bryant hasn't had the season most of us had hoped for, 
but it's Mike Pelfrey. And Mike Pelfrey has been known to give up dingers. And Mike Pelfrey, I know every now and then, has been good this year, screwing our good friend Todd Zola. But really, Chris Bryant, still a good play tonight. $100 less than Lamb. If you're having trouble fitting in the Lamb to the lineup and you need a little bit of saving somewhere, the fade from Lamb to Bryant is respectable. Suarez is the next guy I like underneath that. Uh, some will say, well, what about Evan Longoria against Sabathia? It's okay. My problem is it's kind of in the middle. My problem is I don't see Longoria giving you a better night than Suarez necessarily, but I certainly see the $400 difference. I'd rather take that 400 spend up somewhere else in the outfield perhaps, and make a little bit more floor for my lineup. All right, second base, top of the board. D. Gordon, 3,500. Matt Carpenter, 35. Estrubal Cabrera, 32. Scooter Gannett, 32. The Scooter making the uh, making the rounds tonight. Uh, and as you continue to go down there, Yoan Moncada coming off a game at 2,300. He's facing John Lester tonight. Now, let's dig into this matchup a little bit because this is the switch hitting Moncada. Last night had a big night, home run there. Uh, his first uh, of the season. Two runs scored. He had a walk. He looked good. The problem is this. The problem is Lester is a real major league pitcher. So this is what I would call a responsible punt. At 2,300, this is the kind of guy that will allow you to play John Lester in GPPs. Now, is that something you always want to do? Do you always want to put offensive players against your pitchers? No. But on the case for Mankata, that's the kind of play that will separate you. Because if people do have Lester, and Lester has a good game, and Moncada should have a couple hits at 2300 And look, all Moncada's got to do is get on base twice to return this salary of 2300 Heck, even on base once, possibly. So at 2300 to me, it's a sensible GPP play to put him in there with a higher-end pitcher because it's going to give you lineup differential, but it's going to do it in a responsible budget way and allow you for the one pitcher on the board tonight who I do feel has the best chance to go over 40-plus, which, you know, on a night where there's a limited games, you really are are kind of locked in to so many choices. So there's only so much you can do. So there's going to be some strange, and Mankata is the kind of strange I think you can get behind. Now, the other guy at 2100, if he's in the lineup, is... Uh, Brandon Drury. Now, that's an if. you got to make sure he's in the lineup here tonight. I don't know if he's going to be or not. It's too early as we're recording this. But if he is at 2100, I'd say that's even better than Moncada because there's a little bit more floor there, a little bit safer in terms of return on value. If you want to go pay up tonight uh, for second base, uh, to tell you the truth, it's tough. Uh, You know, you do have Matt Carpenter out there at 35. But as much as we like Godly, I don't know if that's the best idea if you want to go there. You do have Estrubal Cabrera, who God knows how much longer he's going to be in New York, Matt, against Perdomo. I think at 32, he's the safest one here. D. Gordon, limited. You know the steals are there, but there's no power, so he really has to help you in only one way. Now, I will say this. At 35, it's an okay price on a night where there's nobody above him. You know, you don't have a lot of these other guys, the Murphys of the world on the slate, the Altuves of the world who are going to dig away from, you know, ownership and things like that and have the potential for big time nights. So this is a night where you can make the argument for Gordon and considering how much we like Cincinnati and Miami tonight, D Gordon shares are also advisable. So if there's very little room to wiggle at third base, second base has more Gordon Cabrera. And if you want to go down Moncada and all the way down to the bottom at 21, who is grossly undervalued is Brandon Drury if, if, if he's in the lineup. All right, let's go over to shortstop here. 
Kozar dealing with some quad issues, but underneath him at 3,100, Didi Gregorius. I love me some Didi, you know? And uh, every day, every day Didi, 37, 25, 25. People say, why you keep talking about Didi? Well, I just listed the last three games, didn't I? Now, he's got a tougher matchup against Archer, but you know what? That's not going to scare me off. I just mentioned Archer's road ERA is over four. Uh, Didi's played well at home this year, just like last year. There's no reason not to go Didi Gregorius. 2,600, Chris Owings. That's another guy we can get behind. Matchup against Luke Weaver. Now, I know Owings has been very quiet of late. Last night, he finally had a good game. Excuse me, two nights ago. But it's been a lot of goose eggs for Owings. He's a better player than that. He's on a cold streak. Maybe, just maybe, a couple nights ago, that's the beginning of him breaking out a little bit. Uh, If you want to go Addison Russell at 26, that's also perfectly fine. Russell probably more power potential against Mike Pelfrey. Probably the smarter 2,600 spend if you're looking for less ownership Owings. If you're looking for more power potential, it's Russell. It all depends on how you're building the lineup and what kind of guys you're using. But I'll tell you this. DD, 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 31. That's an easy lock it up. Don't get cute. Make it happen. Uh, we did not talk about catchers, so we'll just go back to that real quick. I think Gary Sanchez at 33, although expensive, is perfectly fine. Uh, you feel good about that for the same reasons I mentioned before about Archer. Although he's great, although there'll be some strikeouts potentially in there. There's also some home run potential. There's also some run potential in there as well. Yadier Molina at 3K is a responsible catcher because of the on-base percentage. That's what you want. Try to get catchers with on-base percentage. You know, you want the guys that either have good power or on-base percentage. And in the nights late tonight where there's not a lot of power guys, I think somebody like Yadier Molina would be the better way to go. Top of the board there is Wilson Contreras. I don't feel as good about him. I'd rather have the $400 savings, to tell you the truth. I know it's Pelfrey, even if he's in the lineup. I know he's got some uh, power that he's been flashing lately, but I feel like tonight I'd rather spend it on the outfield. And here's the reason why. All right, Aaron Judge, 4,700 against um, uh, against Archer. Good play. Giancarlo Stanton at 4,400 going against Stevenson. Great play. So no questions here. Give me the $300 savings. Give me Stanton. In fact, give me Stanton and Ozuna because I love both of those situations there. I think that's certainly the way to go. When you're looking at the outfield too, now keep in mind, because you don't have those $12,000 catcher, uh, excuse me, $12,000 type pitchers on the slate tonight, even in the cash games, you can afford to go up there and you can afford to stack big time outfielders. And going back to back with the Stanton Ozuna is perfectly fine. If you want to get Duvall and Votto in there, we talked about those in the beginning also. I guess those guys at the top of those orders too. Go find out who those guys are leading off tonight. Make sure that they are in your lineups because there's going to be a lot of opportunities in those games, and that's what you're looking for. All right, as we continue to go through here, uh, A.J. Pollock at 39, starting to come to life a little bit. That's a good thing. He's going against Weaver, top of the order there. That's certainly a bat that we like. Uh, The problem with Pollock this year has always been injuries, but in Daily Fantasy, we don't have that issue. Now, do we? Uh, In terms of potential, this is a guy that's got 25-point potential easily. I know he's coming off an over, but before that, 12-44 and his last uh, two games before that. So I feel very good about A.J. Pollock tonight. And, you know, if you want to get involved in the speedsters tonight, we had D. Gordon on the other end. I know O'Grady's a lefty, but I'm still suspect that he can hold Billy Hamilton. And I think it's pretty much a lock that Billy Hamilton's going to steal on the kit. So (laughs) let's let's put that in there and pencil him in. Now, 3,800's a a tricky price. It's not where I'd love it to be, but eh, 
you can make the case for it. I'd rather go D Gordon at second base. I think that's preferably my option there if I'm going to go for one of the two speedsters. Uh, you got Tommy Fan who continues to just surprise and delight. I mean, I don't know what other way to put it here. The guy's walking a ton lately too. He's got a bunch of walks over his last 10 games, more walks and strikeouts, and he's producing. Problem is, again, if we like Godley, we want to shy away from that. Maybe you can get Fam. maybe you can get Carpenter. You don't want to get both. You know, I mentioned earlier, it's okay to go with a guy like Moncada in a spot where you're playing a GPP and you got Lester in there as your pitcher because it gives you the savings and a little bit of odd ownership. But if you want to go too much into that, it becomes a dangerous game where you're basically cutting your nose off to spite your face. So you don't want to go that route. Adam Duvall, I do love here in this game tonight, uh, going against O'Gree, the lefty-righty matchup. Sign me up for Adam Duvall. Uh, 100% lock it in. Duvall, Votto, lock. Giancarlo Stanton, Ozuna, lock. Do it. Chalk. Who cares? Win. Money's good, right? Last time I checked, everybody likes money. Yeah, of course you do. Uh, Corey Dickerson, unfortunately, has a matchup against the lefty Sabathia tonight. Not the not the one you prefer. Although Dickerson's had a great year, and the numbers are better against left-handed pitching. I know it's twenty eight hundred. Eh, if you're doing multiple lineups, maybe you want to work Dickerson into one because I mentioned how much that. CC Sabathia ERA is just ballooned in Yankee Stadium this year to over five. And if you do want to do one oppo there, if you want to do one multi-entry and you're, you know, you got a lineup that's got, let's say, Dickerson, Logan Morrison, and a bunch of guys that maybe the numbers don't bear it out against left-handed pitching, but because it's Sabathia, there's opportunity. Okay, I can understand that. As you continue to go down the road here, outfield gets tricky. You do have Clint Frazier if he's in the lineup. I would not recommend him against Archer. I think he's going to be overmatched if he is in that lineup. I'd be surprised if he was. And it continue to go down. There are not a whole lot of options. So remember when I said earlier you want to go pay up for outfield? Well, this is why. Because when you go down the board, there's just not a lot of opportunity there. I mentioned Pollock. I mentioned Stanton. I mentioned Nozuno. These are all guys you're going to have to pay big-time cash for, 3600 and above. Even Duvall's 34. Not an awful salary, but still... Uh, you're going to have to pay for it. The other guy, too, against Chris Flexen, you got Hunter Renfro, who's certainly advisable at 33. Uh, Flexen is up from the minor leagues to make a start for the Mets. I would think Renfro at 33. We know the power of Renfro. We know he can be a little all or nothing, but he's a great GPP play tonight. That's going to allow you to go up to the board for a Stanton. So that's perfectly fine. Hunter Renfro at 33, probably the best of the lower-rung outfield guys that you can put into lineups. And I'll tell you this much. If you're looking for savings in the cash game, 33 for Renfro. I feel good enough about him there with that matchup against Flexen with the lefty-righty and at home and in the sense that he does have power potential. Even in cash games, I can make the case for him. All right, now baseball is here, so don't get stranded out on first base without a Rotowire subscription, and don't miss out on this great offer. Make your first deposit on FanDuel today, and you'll get a free six-month Rotowire subscription. Go to FanDuel.com slash Rotowire to claim it. You must be a new FanDuel user in order to be eligible, and users may only establish one account on FanDuel. That's FanDuel.com slash Rotowire. All right. You can follow me on Twitter at JoePizzaPS17. For everybody here at Rotowire, have a great night of Daily Fantasy. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. 
Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.